right, welcome to Your Time, Your Money, the show where your time is just as valuable as your money, and we know that. Today I have uh, my other partner, Justin. Go home. How are you? I'm excited to have you in today. Yeah, absolutely. Excited to be here. since we did one together. It has been a while, but... Uh... Excited to be back I, in here and uh, talking about a really important topic. I, I pull in the certified retirement counselor when time gets <laughs> times get rough, so that we have uh, have the plethora of knowledge. So, awesome. Uh, we've got a great topic today. Uh, you know, I think we should preface it for our listeners that this is one of a series. So this one is titled "Claiming Social Security at 62." Are we saying this strategy is suitable for everybody? No, but what we are saying is that you may want to consider claiming at 62, and these are the reasons why. We're also going to be doing another one, all right, claiming at full retirement age, and then one claiming at 70 as well to kind of mix up some different options so people can listen to each episode individually and make their decision, uh, you know, with an advisor and uh, look at their complete retirement plan. Because I know you like to look at the plan like I do. Yep, absolutely. And, you know, and everything in, in context. So. Yeah. Uh, so what say you? Let's get in. I'll let you do the honors. All it's right. your time. Your money. All right. So so claiming at 62, right? I, you know, I, I think that age is probably the one that most people go into saying, I am definitely claiming at 62. Yeah, it's one of the more popular ones, um, especially because it's for an individual who isn't disabled. It's the first age that you can go in and claim your Social Security benefit. Yeah. But, but, and the reasons people do that uh, for obviously various different reasons. One of the most common one we get is the government is not going to hold on to my money any longer. Exactly. <laughs> right? Uh, you know, wh- whether that's a legitimate reason or not, uh, we just throw it out there that a lot of people will claim at 62 because they want to draw their benefit. They've been paying in for 30 years. They've been paying in for 35, 40 years, and they want to see money coming back. Yeah. An- another popular one that, that I hear a lot is that uh, they're not sure whether or not Social Security is going to be there. So they want to get as much out of the system as they possibly can. And just in case anything, uh, on the, in their eyes, it happens with Social Security. True. And, you know, and Social Security does need some reform, yep. right? So there is validity to that. There's also validity to the, the other, I guess you would say, excuse was what if I die tomorrow? Yep. Right? What if, what if I don't reach to the age where I, where I start claiming on a deferral? Right? And, the, and those are all things that are the benefits to claiming at 62. Yeah, absolutely. Right, that need to be considered. And and I think the first and foremost that we always talk about is, is health mm-hmm. and longevity. Yeah. Right? I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I always ask, you know, is there longevity in your family in making that decision? Yeah, that's one of the, the areas that we always look at is that, you know, longevity is in my family. You know, so it might not make sense for me to claim early, but I, I know individuals whose parents passed away at 65 so if they hadn't gone in and claimed social security yet they wouldn't have been receiving any benefit so there's a great reason to claim at 62 is maybe there isn't longevity in your family maybe there's been a history in your own household of illness of cancer of diabetes of, of things that shorten your lifespan yeah Right. Um, And, you know, the decision doesn't always necessarily have to be about specifically retiring from your job at claiming at 62. Mm -hmm. Right. One of the other reasons you may want to is perhaps you are in a low income bracket and you need to enhance what you're currently making. Correct. Yeah. But you can't go get a second job or a third job. Yeah. Right. So so claiming at 62 is another stream of income that provides money into the household. So th- so there's a great reason why you may want to claim at 62 is if you are on a lower income, you know, let's say you're making 20 grand a year, mm-hmm. 
you may want to add Social Security to that mix. Yeah. Right? Because you're still allowed to work. Yep. But you're limited, right? Exactly. Yeah. Right? How's that work? That, that you know, that's they take money back, right? Yeah. So in, in that type of a scenario, an individual who is is making under twenty one two forty. Yep. Right. Yeah. So if they're making under that amount, they can claim Social Security, and there's not any reduction to their benefit. Yeah. So 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 let's run a scenario, right? So a client's making twenty five grand. Yep. So they're about four grand over. For every $2 over, they're going to take a dollar back of their Social Security benefit, right? You know, so you're looking at a $1,000 reduction, but your income may go up by, you know, let's say $1,000 a month. Correct. Because your Social Security benefit might be, you know, uh, let's say $1,500 a month or mm-hmm. whatever that might be. So, you know, it is a net cash inflow at the age of 62. And one way that a lot of people that claim at 62 look at it is, well, even if I don't need it and I claim then why not reinvest it, right? We, we have yeah. some clients that take it at 62 and then they, they just pay the tax on it and then it's just other money coming in that they just roll into their retirement accounts. Yeah. They roll it in their retirement account, they roll it in their, into their investments, tax managed accounts, trust accounts, things along that lines, right? So that's another main reason for claiming at 62. Yeah, absolutely. Or maybe they're taking that payment from Social Security at 62 and they're paying for something else. Mm-hmm. They're paying for an estate plan where they're maybe basing it off a life insurance premium. Yeah. Or maybe they're paying for uh, property taxes. Yeah. Or uh, their HOA fee, right? <laughs> I'm just going through this with a lot of clients in Florida. They can't yeah. find a place, a condo with a low HOA. Yep. And they need that additional income. Well, if they're 62, it, it's readily available. Mm-hmm. Right? What other things can you say that, like, hey, 62 is the best time to, to uh, you know, file for certain people? If you're done working for good, yeah. If you if you're not gonna go back to work at all, yeah. So so that thre- income threshold doesn't matter. Yep. Right. So so your income threshold doesn't matter. You're done. I've had it. I'm 32 years in, 30 years in, yeah. and I just want to claim. Yeah. Right. And 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 once again, I'll reiterate it again. It doesn't mean you have to spend it. Correct. Because if you mm-hmm. run, just run investment calculators of fifteen hundred dollars a month invested for five or 10 years, you're going to have a nice nest egg at the end that's going to be, you know, given to the family that can go into trust, that can go into non-retirement. You can gift it. You can do a monthly vacation, a monthly trip with it, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever that might be. Um, You know, another reason people might want to claim early is if they need to get out of debt Mm -hmm. or they're trying to get out of debt prior to retirement. Yeah. Right. So maybe they need that little extra bump uh, or maybe they just did retire, like you said, but they have a debt that they specifically need to pay off. Correct. Yep. Right. And then once they pay it off, Social Security, what? It's still going to keep coming in. Yeah. So, so you can do exactly like you were saying. You can either use it, spend it, or you can invest it. Yeah. Right. Once yeah. that debt's paid off, it has a little bit of cash flow that's freed up to yep. be able to do something a little bit different with it. Yeah. You know, I mean, the downside is, is, is your actual full benefit, full retirement age benefit is 65 to 67, somewhere in that ballpark. We won't mm-hmm. get into the specifics on that. But but claiming at 62, you're saying, hey, I'm going to take a discount. I'm going to take a cut off of my earned benefit, maybe a, as high as 30% cut. But that 30% cut still may be worth it if you are using the money the right way. Correct. Yep. You, you know, and, and, and then you don't have to play devil's advocate if you pass away at 65 or 67. Mm-hmm. Right, because because what happens if you don't claim and you pass away? 
The death you, benefit, right? Yeah. The, the whopping death benefit. <laughs> How much is it now? <laughs> is it like 255 I think bucks? It's, yeah, or 260 some, bucks or around, something like something that? Something around there. Yeah, your one-time uh, payment of uh, about 260 Yeah, so you paid in 30-some years, right, <laughs> into the system, and you have maybe enough for a box of chocolates and, and flowers at your funeral, yeah. if that. I don't know, inflation's pretty high, so yep. flowers might be a little bit little bit more expensive <laughs> than 255 bucks for a funeral. Uh, but, you know... It, you know, you do run that risk uh, mm-hmm. of not, you know, not being able to draw those three years prior to death. Yeah. Right. Which, which, which is, which is, I, I think, on most people's mind. Absolutely. Right. It's unfortunate, but everybody seems to think they're not going to live long enough for Social Security to make a difference. Correct. Yep. The reality is they will, but, you know, there are those select people where they pass away, you know, early. Mm-hmm. 62 and a half. They might maybe 62 in one month. So, you know, so, so there are a lot of, I guess you would say, advantages. There are a lot of, um, you know, things that clients throw out to us as far as why they want to take it that have legitimate reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but you can't really make that in a confined space. You can't make that Social Security decision on its own, right? Yeah. It, it's one of the things that, that gets me every single time um, I, I talk to somebody. They go, oh, I want to set an appointment. I want you to tell me when I, could, when I should take Social Security. And I'm like, okay, well, that's that's wonderful. So, what else have you done to help you and prepare you for retirement? And they're like, oh, I don't want to get into that. But you need to tell me when I need to take your social sec- my social security benefit. And then the answer is, unfortunately, for a certain for an individual that says that, is that it, it all depends. Yeah. It depends on your specific situation. It depends on what you've done so far with regards to your. Uh, retirement savings and and, uh, your retirement plan Um, because what might work for one individual might not work for another individual, which is why we always say that Social Security is not just a blanket statement. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and and once again, encourage listeners, take this with a grain of salt, but you want to listen to each of the episodes in our series on Social Security. So this is claiming at 62. We're going to be doing one claiming at full retirement age, and we're going to be doing one claiming at 70. So we're going to run all the examples of why you would want to claim at those those, those times. Yep. Uh, not the negative example, but but the reason why you may consider claiming, because it's ultimately their decision. Yep, absolutely. Right? Uh, but when we make that recommendation, we need to do it in the context of looking at it a whole portfolio. Yep. And that's really how a client should look at it too. And if you don't have an advisor, you're not working with an advisor, call into our, to our team, write into our team, email our team. We'll be more than happy to sit down with you, run the break-even calculators, have that discussion of your other finances in the bigger scope of your financial planning and make a recommendation on yeah. that, right? You know, a lot of times people will retire and their concern is health benefits till they get to 65, right? Because that's the age for Medicare. Yep. Well, why is it a concern? Because they don't have enough money coming in. Well, ironically... Usually people's payment is somewhere about the amount that it would cost you for health insurance to getting the 65 if you claim Social Security at 62. Yep. So that might be another reason why you want to claim at 62 is because you're done working, but you want to claim because you need that bridge till Medicare is available yep. and your insurance costs become a little bit more affordable. Yeah, not that Medicare doesn't cost, but if you can have Social Security coming in to pay for your family plan or your plan until you and your spouse are Medicare age, you know, that's a nice income source to tap into. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, and, uh, you know, I think I would leave the listeners with probably, you know, one last thing. And, and that's, like, that's, you know, the question of you always also have to ask yourself is if I pass away, what is my decision 
or how my decision is going to affect my spouse yeah. for spousal benefit. Mm-hmm. We're not going to get into that today. That's a lengthy topic. Yeah. But, you know, that is a, that's an irrevocable decision. Correct. Right. Once you claim Social Security, you know, you're, you're saying these are the numbers that I'm going to be stuck, stuck with. And these are the numbers that my spouse is going to have if, mm-hmm. I, if I pass away. Correct. So, you know, hopefully you get a little uh, better glimpse into claiming at the age of 62. Uh, you can reach the Esley Group at 43 British American Boulevard in Latham, New York, 12110. Or you can reach us at 844-444-YTYM for your time, your money. You can find us at yourtimeyourmoney.net, and that's .net for your net worth. And please uh, send this to a friend, somebody that needs to hear the different strategies of Social Security. Engage them in a conversation. Tell them to contact our team. We'll be more than happy to sit down. And we have some exciting news coming up over the next couple uh, podcasts that we do, so stay tuned for that. And uh, we have some advancements with our team, which we're pretty excited about. So as always, it's your time. Your money. Adam Jones, Matthew Trillo, Mark Esley, Financial Advisors, 43 British American Boulevard, First Floor, Latham, New York, 12110, 518-724-5004. Cetera Investors is the marketing name of Cetera Investment Services. Securities and insurance products are offered through Cetera Investment Services, LLC, member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services are offered through Cetera Investment Advisors, LLC. Cetera is under separate ownership from any other named entity. Special thanks, Chris Conlin, owner and craftsman of Skulls and Sawdust. 518-852-3673, skullsandsawdust at gmail.com. Special thanks to Bobby Chase and Jeff Carlson of Next Evolution Media. 518-879-1779, bobbychase84 at gmail.com. And last but not least, a very special thanks to our families for sacrificing many hours to let us see the vision through its reality. This material has been prepared for informational purposes only and is not tailored towards any particular individual investment objectives or financial situation. This is not intended to be an offer or solicitation to purchase any security or insurance product. Cetera representatives do not provide legal, tax, or estate planning services. Should you require such services, you should consult a legal, tax, or estate planning professional. A diversified portfolio does not assure a profit or protect against loss in a declining market. Rebalancing may be a taxable event. Before you take any specific actions, be sure to consult with your tax advisor. The views and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily the views and opinions of Cetera Investment Services. Any recommendations mentioned in this episode are meant for educational purposes only and should not be construed as advice or personal recommendations. Always consult your financial advisor, tax advisor, and attorney for details related to your specific goals and objectives. Investments have risk and can lose value. They are not FDIC insured. The situations presented are hypothetical to illustrate key topics and should not be construed as actual client situations or experiences. The Esley Group operates under Cetera Investors and is responsible for the production of this show. All views and opinions are solely that of the Esley Group. You should always obtain a perspective when available prior to investing to know your risks, costs, and fees associated with the investments. Cetera Investors is a marketing name of Cetera Investment Services. Securities and insurance is offered through Cetera Investment Services, LLC, member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Cetera Investment Advisor, LLC. Cetera is under separate ownership from any other entity named. 43 British American Boulevard, first floor, Latham, New York, 12110. Phone number 518-724-5004. Individuals affiliated with this broker-dealer firm are either registered representatives who offer only brokerage services or receive transaction-compensated commissions, investment advisor representatives who offer only investment advisory services and receive fee-based on assets, or both registered representatives and investment advisor representatives who can offer both types of services.